It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. There was a study that was done that showed that first-time homebuyers tend to pay too much. So first-time homebuyers, listen up. Attention. (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal, Steve. On average, they've determined that they pay about $2,200 more than a regular non-first-time home buyer. And here's why. You know, if you think about it, first-time home buyers, they're buying their first home. They're most likely buying a starter home. And that's a real aggressive market because of the price point that it's at. So they're competing against investors and other first-time home buyers. So they're very eager. It's an exciting time, very emotional. Yeah. So, you know, they get out there. They've lost a couple of houses. They put bids in. And then, you know, when they see something they like, they seize it, they're eager, and they tend to just buy with their emotions and pay a little bit more than, you know, somebody else that would sit back a little bit, you know, wait it out. They're not really concentrating on the negatives. They're more concentrating on the positives. Correct. They're looking at the positives. They don't see, there's a lot of things that they don't see. It's amazing to me. I can show them a house on a major road and they don't seem to see it. (laughs) And they don't hear it. It, they don't see it. Yeah. They're just so excited about buying a house. I know. Wow. So they let their emotions get the best of them. That's okay. basically what you know what we see happen. And you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing because the house does have to appraise in most cases. So they pay a little bit more. Yeah. In the long run, it doesn't really matter. But if you can get a hold of your emotions, kind of take a step back, like with anything else, and you know, make a good reasoned decision, it's better in the long run. But if you pay a couple of thousand too much in the long run, it's not yeah, really going to matter. Yeah, it's not going. It's not the end of the world. They're yeah. they're buying with their hearts and not their heads okay. in many cases. All right, but there are things that they can do to avoid it. <laughs> right, right. Let's say that I'm a seller and I'm trying mm-hmm. to sell my home, and I think it is a fact that really first impressions take place in the first twenty six seconds as I walk through the front door. So, what are the some of the things that I need to know as a seller? to make sure that those 26 seconds go well? You know, it it really starts with the entryway. And, you know, this article that we're referencing talks about the foyer. I take it a step back and say the front door. Oh, yeah. It drives me crazy when I'm going up to a house and, you know, the, the door handle is in really rough shape. There's paint chipping on the front door. There's cobwebs in the entryway. Yeah. So, you know, at a minimum, clean that all up. Right. And then once you get in, the first 26 seconds are really important. You open up that door, you see everything, you know, in most cases, the minute you walk in. And there's a sense that is created. You know, there's also smells mm-hmm. that are sensed mm. by everybody. So that first 26 seconds, you want that whole area to be spacious, clean, decluttered smelling good. Yeah. Well, you know, new paint, perhaps? New paint. If you're going to paint, what color should you use? You know, it really should be a neutral color. You know, we always call it realtor beige or realtor white. <laughs> we really like the white colors. You almost want to make it like a, a canvas so that the new buyer can envision their own stuff. Yeah. And one of the, the big bugaboos that I have also is a lot of you know, personalized photos. Uh-huh. I was just in a house a couple of days ago, beautiful home, but they had so many personal photos on the walls, on the countertops. 
And it, it, that's fine when you're living in the home, but when you're going to sell the home, you really want to minimize that because you know you're branding it as your home, and it's hard for a buyer to come in and envision you know themselves living in your house mm-hmm. in that house. Okay, that's really important. You mentioned sense, you know. So there's this old meme about baking cookies. That, that still exists. Yeah, I tell is. you, that does work. Okay. <laughs> the number one scent amongst you know the realtors, we all like the vanilla and the fresh scents. Citrus uh-huh. is also another real popular one. Okay, that's good. Baking cookies. If you truly are you know going to have an open house or have a showing, having fresh baked cookies. Everybody likes fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a comfort <laughs> food, and your home is for your comfort, so that should be. And, um, even amongst all of those things, the lack of clutter, if you look at the survey and, and talk to real estate agents, 73% will say that would be their number one, the cleanliness and lack of clutter. And it's amazing to me, we go into so many homes and you know it, it's not even about the condition of you know the outdatedness. It's all about how clean it is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, there's some houses that I'll show that are in a, you know, all original condition, but they're so pristine. Yet you'll go into another house that's 25 years newer and it looks like a bomb went off. Mm-hmm. You know, the buyer is going to favor the nice, clean, original looking house over the house that looks like a bomb went off. So what are we talking about? Kids toys? And Kids toys, laundry, pet just items, junk, pet doggy. items, dog bowls <laughs> everywhere. The remotes, you know, 57 remotes, <laughs> video games on the counters and on the yeah, couches. Got and it, got it. And I guess dog smell isn't one of the preferred scents. No, you definitely want to take care of dog <laughs> smell. That's, that's not a good scent. All right. Let's change subject here. Hang on a second. So let's go to this idea of the right to inspect. The clause in the contract is the right to inspect contains the language in the buyer's sole discretion, what does that actually mean? You know, every contract is different, but in reference to the Florida as-is contract, it states, you know, the buyers have the right to inspect and it's in their sole discretion. So what that basically is saying is if they do their inspection and they see anything that's wrong, no matter what it is, they don't like the color of the paint, whatever it is, they can walk from the deal. A lot of people don't realize that they believe that it has to be something wrong with the house. Yeah. You know, there may be other contracts that state that, but you know, here it doesn't. It's really at the buyer's sole discretion. And what's important to understand is, you know, it's really important when you're buying or selling a house to know what that language is in the contract. Many of our contracts today are are all sold as is just because it's a lot more easier to deal with. We're not dealing with sellers having to make repairs, sellers making repairs that aren't done adequately. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, that, that's another whole discussion. But okay. so the language of, you know, buyer's sole discretion is really important. Well, hey, I got to cut you off right there because we are out of time. I'm speaking with Terry Story. As always, she is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.